0: From KGW News, this is Straight Talk with Laurel Porter.
1: Hello and welcome to Straight Talk. I'm Laurel Porter. It's an elected position you might not give much thought to, but it's one of the most critical jobs at City Hall, the City Auditor. And in May, Portland voters will choose the next auditor in an open race. Incumbent auditor Mary Hull Caballero is not running for re-election. The auditor is the city's independent watchdog with an eye out for waste and mismanagement. The auditor is an elected position, so they're supposed to be independent and impartial. They don't answer to city council, they answer to you, the voter. And this is the first time since 1986 that the Portland City Auditors race has been contested. So we're pleased to introduce to you the two candidates who are running. First, some background on each. Simone Reddy is senior management auditor at Metro. Before that, she was staff auditor with the state of Oregon, where she conducted audits of Oregon's childcare system and TriMet. Before she became an auditor, Simone worked with students in Portland area alternative high schools to reduce barriers they faced to college. Our second candidate is Brian Setzler. He's been a licensed certified public accountant in Oregon for over 30 years. He previously worked as an auditor for two international accounting firms and for Washington State in its revenue department. He's also a founding member of Livelihood Northwest, a nonprofit that helps minority business owners grow their businesses. Welcome to my guests, Portland City Auditor candidates, Brian Setzler and Simone Reddy. Welcome to Straight Talk. It's so nice to have you both here.
0: Thank you, thank you for hosting this.
1: Our pleasure. The city auditor really does play an important role in how the city of Portland runs. So let's begin with why you wanna be the auditor and we'll start with Simone. Simone, why did you decide to run?
2: I decided to run for Portland city auditor because I believe that Portlanders deserve an open and accountable city government. uh, One that is responsive to community needs and delivers on the outcomes that are promised to voters. Um, I'm prepared to do this job because I have over 15 years of public service experience, most of which I've spent conducting performance audits. Uh, Our city has a really long and wonderful tradition of performance auditing, which looks beyond how government resources are accounted for and into how effectively and efficiently those resources are being used. Before I became an auditor, I worked with youth and families in the Portland area, helping them to prepare for life after high school. And that experience motivated me to earn a master's degree in public policy so that I could make an even bigger impact on the economy and the social fabric of our region. In addition to my analytical skills, I have the right values to lead the auditor's office. I'm committed to upholding the office's independence so that our work remains credible i'm dedicated to ensuring that public services reach those who need them most and i also know that government works best when diverse voices are heard and that means communicating results in ways that encourage the public to be involved and considers their input and in setting audit priorities
1: thank you so i'm ready to be uh, the
2: city auditor because oh we, we, i'm ready to be the city okay, okay auditor go ahead and
1: finish up because your
2: thought i really couldn't pass up the opportunity
1: Thank you so much. And Brian Setzler, as of late fall, no one had filed to run for city auditor. It seemed like a job no one wanted. What was it that convinced you to run?
0: Well, that's a great question. I was not, as of Thanksgiving, I wasn't planning on seeking this office, but I had people approach me because this was an important city position and nobody at that time had thrown their hat in the race. I'm running now, I'm running now to help the city be get back on its feet and be better and to stop the decline and ineffectiveness in our city government. I believe our leaders wanna do the right thing and we need a city auditor that'll uh, face the major problems and issues of our time and bring independence and integrity to the position. I have the skills and background to do a great job. I've been an auditor in my past and as a CPA, I bring the professions professional values of independence, integrity, and objectivity to this position. And just by nature, I'm curious. I adhere to the standards, professional standards. And uh, my goal is to help Portland work better.
1: Well, let's take a closer look at what the city auditor does. Thank you, Brian. The city auditor will oversee an $11.6 million annual budget and about 50 employees. The office mission is to promote open and accountable government. It evaluates the performance of city bureaus and programs, keeps an eye out for waste and mismanagement, and it oversees city elections. The auditor's office oversees the city's public financing system for campaigns and monitors lobbying activity before City Hall. And for now runs the independent police review program. However, City Auditor Mary Hall Caballero notified the Justice Department that the city council will assume responsibility for IPR on July 1st. So that would not be under the purview of the auditor's office when either Simone or Brian takes office. So the auditor does wear a lot of hats in being the city's watchdog. And there's been a lot of controversy over things in the city like homelessness, public safety, delays in putting public funds into building shelters and housing, using green energy funds. What city bureaus do you think need attention in the form of audits? What would be your priorities in your first year? Simone.
2: Um, I would really bring a a risk-based approach to selecting topics for audit. Uh, That means choosing topics that are posing the highest risk to the public's health and safety. Um, as well as considering the financial risks and risks to uh, complying with laws and regulations. Um, I would also consider issues that are of concern to city employees and the public. Uh, Those would be issues that you mentioned such as the homelessness crisis in Portland. Um, That seems to be the most pressing issue facing our community. And that's one that some local audit shops, including the Metro Auditor, and the city and county auditor have already looked into, so I'd want to continue that work. Um, Those are the kinds of audits that that I'm interested in initiating and using the auditor's independence to study in depth.
1: And Brian, what would be your top priorities in audits in your first year?
0: Well, I appreciated Simone's answers there. And when I first say I would do get into the office is to really speak to the staff to see what ideas and what we can carry forward. Like Simone, I too would bring a risk-based approach. One of the ideas I have is to is to use a decision matrix to help make the decisions of what we're auditing transparent and to show the criteria of how we're choosing what we audit. Those are some of the things, I don't have anything specifically right off the bat, but looking at where we are going to get the biggest bang for our buck Uh, and what needs to be looked at and most important. And again, taking the input from uh, city uh, employees as well as the public to, to get that input.
1: Brian, from your bio, it looks like you have a lot of experience as an accountant, but in talking with the current auditor, she says they don't really do a lot of accounting. They have an accounting firm that does that. Their function is more performance auditing. We've heard that mentioned, which means they examine how a particular unit of city government functions. Are they doing their jobs properly? Are they efficient? Are they equitable? And she says they operate a lot in gray areas. What relevant experience can you tell us about that you have with that kind of performance auditing?
0: good question. Well, I, I've done, maybe it wouldn't exactly be called performance auditing, but I, you know, you look at standards, I have an MBA in sustainable business, I was, uh, I started a CPA firm that was the first CPA firm in the world to be a certified B corporation where we look at more than just accounting in the bottom line, it's looking at other metrics that are important around equity, treatment of the employees, treatment of the community. And I understand uh, the looking at those what what are called performance metrics. How are we doing, are we serving the communities? And it's not always numbers, but what are those, what's the meaning and the purpose that's going on there? And Simone, you're
1: currently working for Metro and there's a lot of anger and frustration among voters with the current government at what's, and some people see as failures in government. Why do you think someone attached to the establishment like Metro is the right person to bring a critical eye to the auditor's office?
2: Well, I think a really important distinction to make is that the Metro Auditor is an elected position. It serves uh, just like the city of Portland structure alongside uh, folks who are making policy. so our elected officials that are overseeing the city bureaus. Um, It is elected region-wide, just like the city auditor is elected region-wide, so that the issues that we look into um, and examine in depth are at our full discretion. Uh, we get to set audit priorities and get to set an audit schedule. And that's with input from important decision makers like those who are appointed or elected to office. Uh, but it's really our authority to choose the audits that we, we decide to study.
1: And there can be tension between city council and the auditor's office, since the auditor's supposed to be the watchdog, but council pretty much controls the auditor's budget. How will you balance that relationship, Brian?
0: I'm independent of the city council and I look forward to working with them in a collaborative approach. I think the auditor's position, I hope they respect it, is important to bring integrity to the process, to return trust to government and to help us all work better to to solve the city's problems. There's a lack of trust and hope right now out there in a lot of of Portlanders for what's going on and, and by being independent of that establishment, I hope to uh, reinstill that and help us all improve.
1: Do you think you can stand up to city council if there's pressure on the auditor?
0: Yeah, that's not a problem. As a a CPA, we have the word public in our title, certified public accountant. And I have a long history of, of delivering sometimes uncomfortable information to people and to stand up for what's right. And that's part of the responsibility of being a CPA, put the public first.
1: How about you, Simone? How will you balance that relationship between the auditor's office and city
2: council? That's a great question. Um, So really that that working relationship with elected officials really is important to making sure that audit recommendations are being implemented. I would really use my experience communicating with both management and uh, Metro Council Um, as well as my ability to build working relationships with frontline staff uh, to get the information we need um, so that the elected auditor can be accountable to voters and giving them answers in terms of uh, the trust that they've instilled in our elected officials to get their jobs done. I think that having um, a working relationship really requires patience. It requires humility, and it also requires some negotiation. There is a natural tension, and it's perfectly healthy for um, quality decisions to have different perspectives considered.
1: A recent opinion poll shows people in the metro region are, are really frustrated with elected leaders. The group People for Portland has built a brand around criticism of the government's lack of urgency. In this current environment, what role do you think the auditor could or should play? Brian.
0: Uh, I think it's important, as Simone just said, to be able to collaborate with the the political leaders. The auditor's job is not to solve the problem, I think the auditor's job is to to shine a light on problems and to shine a light on things that are working. It's not a gotcha position, It's, it's about helping the city get back to working together, cooperating and doing what's best for the city we can get it done. And I look forward to collaborating with uh, all the people goodwill in the city that want to get it done.
1: And Simone, what role would you see the auditor play in the current environment?
2: Well, I think uh, similar to other city officials, the auditor should be playing a responsive one in regards to addressing the concerns of the public. Um, It should be a data-driven position position and perspective that um, considers uh, issues that are going to make the greatest impact uh, for Portlanders. Um, That's through examining a variety of different data, including um, spending and other risks. Um, Something that we've been experimenting with in the Metro Auditor's Office is really looking at more prospective or forward-looking audits, so not just coming in after programs have been implemented and dollars are spent, but looking at the structures and systems that are in place to make sure that programs are being carried out as they were intended. Uh, That's an approach that we took in the audit that I worked on of Metro's affordable housing bond.
1: Let's talk a little bit about lobbying because that's a function of the auditor's office. The office's regulations require city officials, political consultants, and lobbyists to report activities to the auditor's office. It's an effort to improve transparency about any efforts to influence city officials. And I mentioned the group People for Portland. They've spent a lot of money to lobby City Hall and they haven't divulged the people behind people for Portland, where the money is coming from for the most part, should anything be done to make them and other groups that might follow more transparent and accountable for their funds? Brian, what do you think?
0: Well, I don't know if the city auditor has the ability to do that, but I, I believe in transparency. I think it's important, I think it's important to know where the money's coming from and to monitor lobbying. We need to rebuild trust in our government and we need to know who's, spending money and the influence they're having and maybe the undue influence they're having on policy and policy outcomes.
1: And Simone, what are your thoughts on that? Well,
0: sorry. It's okay,
1: Simone.
2: Yeah, so the the auditor's office really is dedicated to making sure that uh, government is more accountable as well as transparent. And much of the auditor's work in in transparency has been around um, elections and archives and clerical services. So it would be really important um, to make it obvious to the public when groups such as People for Portland or other lobbying entities are doing business with the city's elected officials. That's something that the public has the right to know. And I would want to make sure that um, that information is transparent so the public can be aware of who is influencing city decisions.
1: Simone and Brian, thank you so much. It's time for us to take a break. But when we come back, we'll find out more about the two auditor candidates and they will ask each other a question. We're back in two minutes. Welcome back to Straight Talk, I'm Laurel Porter. We're talking with the two candidates for Portland City Auditor in an open race. The current auditor, Mary Hall Caballero, is not running again. Welcome once again to my guests, Simone Reddy and Brian Setzler. And we thought it would be interesting and informative for our viewers to let you ask each other a question. So Simone, is there a question that you would like to ask Brian Setzler?
2: Yes, I, I do have a question for him. Um, So accounting firms, uh, as far as I know, they provide services at the request of local governments and other clients. And I'm wondering if you could tell us about a time when you conducted an an analysis that wasn't solicited by a client, uh, whether paid or unpaid.
0: Right now I'm doing an analysis, uh, just to give an example, the first thing that pops into my mind is uh, I'm on the board of KBU Community Radio, and right now I'm working on analyzing their budget, their finances, and to help us, help KBU, 53-year-old community radio station, uh, go into the future with a, in a different way, because there's um, some budgetary issues there and are we spending our money and allocating it the right way and so i'm not paid for that analysis and i am taking a leadership role in doing that and it's something that i enjoy doing
1: and brian what would you like to ask simone ready
0: so my question was many people simone think our job's kind of boring but as you know it's not we get an opportunity to uh to look into things and i'm just wondering in your career as an auditor Uh, something that an audit you've been proud of and and the impact it may be made on Portlanders.
2: Well, thank you for that question. Um, I agree. Auditing is really exciting work and uh, performance auditing is never boring. We always get to uh, look at new issues and initiatives um, that matter to people. Um, I would say that one one audit that um, I'm particularly proud of is the audit of uh, child care services in Oregon, um, that's still a very pressing issue facing uh, parents that are in the workforce. And I'm proud of that audit because it was very comprehensive. We were looking primarily at the safety regulations that were coming into play in Oregon state law and how those were going to impact uh, the affordability of childcare. Um, I think that provided a lot of valuable information both to users of the system and also decision makers who were um, trying to solve the problem of making it more affordable.
1: Well, good questions from both of you, kind questions as well. Uh, Let's find out a little bit more about you, Simone. What are some of your interests and hobbies outside of work?
2: Thanks for asking. So um, outside of work, I really enjoy uh, flexing my creative muscle. I like to sing and cook and bake and see live music when it's safe to do so. I have three dogs that are pictured um, in these photos. I have Quimby, who so is cute. a chihuahua pug, Templeton, um, an eight-year-old terrier, and Iggy who is two years old, and she joined our family during the pandemic. Um, my wife and I, who's also pictured in the photos, um, we became foster parents in 2019. And so we have spent the last uh, three years supporting our daughter um, who came to live with us when she started high school and has since transitioned to college. Um, she is a refugee from Guatemala, and as a bi- bilingual family, our focus has really been on helping her navigate the educational system and clearing her path to independence.
1: And Brian, how about you? What are some of your interests and hobbies?
0: Well, I appreciated learning that about Simone. Uh, I love bike riding. Like Simone, I love cooking. I spent 20 plus years raising a daughter so i had that opportunity it was a a very worthwhile time and now i spend a lot of my time giving back to the community i work a lot as a a, uh, certified public accountant and a small business owner but also do a lot of volunteer work as you said earlier with uh, livelihood northwest KBU community radio and then just other organizations as well i live downtown and like what the city has to offer and want to get us back to working and and, uh, get portland back on track
1: well, it's so interesting to find out more about you. I want to ask you another question. A charter commission studying whether to recommend Portland change its current commission form of government, possibly to one with the city manager, is something voters may see on the November ballot. Have you been following the charter review ideas, and what are your thoughts on changes that could improve how the city runs and its transparency and accountability? And I'll ask you to keep your answers fairly short so I can give you a time for a final thought. We'll start with Simone.
2: Uh, so yeah thank you for asking that question Um, i am familiar with some of the changes that are uh, possibly being recommended to the the city charter Um, the ones that i've heard about um, creating the biggest effect are really about the structure of government Um, i think that clearer lines of authority between the legislative and the executive branch of city government um, would really provide an opportunity for more checks and balances uh, which means more uh, accountable, transparent, and efficient efficient government. Um, it would mean there are potential for fewer barriers to implementing audit recommendations. Um, should there be more separation between the bureaus and the elected officials that oversee them? And Brian, just
1: thirty seconds.
0: Yeah, I, I, I followed it fairly. I do. I do support the change. I think it's an important. We're the only government, the only sized city that runs under our current uh, format. I think the one thing I'd say is that I would be continuing to advocate for a strong independent auditor in either form of government, depending on what Portlanders decide.
1: And Brian, you have about 45 seconds each for a final thought you'd like to leave with voters. We'll start with Brian.
0: Well, I'll be brief then. Everyone agrees that Portland needs to do better and I'm coming in as an independent voice to bring my skills, background, and experience as a CPA to help Portland do better. I believe deeply in collaboration and inclusiveness and want to bring that kind of perspective to, to, Portland, to the Portland City auditor. I'm independent of the establishment. And I would ask for your vote in May and your support. And thank you for having me today and I appreciate that.
1: Well, we're happy to have you. And Simone, about 45 seconds.
2: I I just wanna share that I have the right experience and the right values to lead the auditor's office. I'm committed to upholding our tradition of performance auditing and ensuring that health safety and equity are um, really at the center of the work that we're doing, um, ensuring that the city works to provide services to those experiencing homelessness. Um, Choosing me to be the next city auditor would really be an investment in the future and changing demographics of our region. Uh, Voters have the power to inspire the next generation to lend their experiences to solving our city's most complex problems. Thanks for having me. Well,
1: it's been a pleasure to have you both here. If you would like to find out more about the candidates for auditor, you can check out their websites, SimoneForAuditor.com auditorcom and brian And Brian Setzler and Simone Reddy, thank you for joining us. And thank you so much for running for office. It's really nice to have a contested race for the city auditor. We're glad you wanted to run. And thank you to our viewers for watching. Be sure to vote in the election in May. And join us next week when we talk with a new speaker of the Oregon House, representative Dan Rayfield of Corvallis. We'll see you next week for Straight Talk. In the meantime, have a great week.